Welcome to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie, and as always, I'm joined by my bud Dave. Hey. So Dave. So Lou. Thanksgiving's coming up. It is. It's a, it's a special holiday to some people. You get to gather with your family, eat some food. Mm-hmm. I love it. Get stuffed. I enjoy it. I, uh, I enjoy a, uh, a good Thanksgiving feast. I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat turkey. Uh, I know that's, that's an important part to most people's Thanksgiving Day meal, but I still enjoy the holiday. And we thought we'd cover a Thanksgiving-themed horror film, which there aren't many. No, there's not. What are some uh, Thanksgiving-themed horror films you think of right away, Dave? I mean, the one that I think, and, and, and it's especially prominent in the horror world, is Blood Rage. Yeah, everyone always and mentions we, that movie. We didn't want to do that one. No, so. <laughs> we didn't. Everyone everyone always mentions that movie. I think I put up a poll mm-hmm. on Instagram and I just asked people what's their favorite like Thanksgiving themed horror film. And that I think I think like three or four people responded with Blood Rage. Not a lot of people mention Home Sweet Home, surprisingly. I that's a that's a personal favorite of mine. I don't think I've seen it. I think I have like a bootleg DVD of it that I've gotten at like a Monster Mania, but I've never seen that one. It's pretty entertaining, and, I, and I'm sure we'll cover it down the line. Uh, another favorite of, of, of mine that's not technically a film, it's more of a short, is that, that Eli Roth Thanksgiving trailer. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. That was uh, when they did the Grindhouse uh, show. Yeah, yeah, Grindhouse. That was one of the trailers. It's, yeah, it's a part of the, technically it's a part of the movie. Like when you watch the movie on Blu-ray, it's... It's bundled in those like trailers in the middle of the two features. Now, now, Lou, correct correct me if I'm wrong here. Was there like a petition or something signed to get that movie actually made? I think if I remember correctly, like just reading something. articles, yeah, I think what happened was he's been talking about making it for years, and Grindhouse bombed. Technically, it didn't make a lot of money when it came out. So I think just the concept of making that type of film, it's basically stuck in development hell. I, I don't think it's ever going to get no. made. And, and like I'm, I'm not a big Eli Roth fan, and I think the best thing he's ever done is the Thanksgiving trailer. So that's just me. Oh wow! I like I love Hostel. Yeah, uh, Cabin Fever's cool. Like I, I, yeah, I was never a Hostel fan like that. They're not terrible movies. They're, they're well crafted. Yeah, and the gore is good, but. I've just never been a big fan of his movies. You know, I appreciate, I think what I like most about his films are that there's this underlying comedic value to the film that's like just so off kilter. I think that's what makes like, that's what really pushes me into his movies is that like it has this weird like comedy aspect that like it really shouldn't be funny, but it's funny. I can honestly say, seeing Hostel in the theaters and Grindhouse in the theaters, I had an amazing oh, time. Dude. Especially Grindhouse. Grindhouse is amazing. And and that trailer is probably, the Thanksgiving trailer is probably one of the most memorable things of the entire film. And like you were saying, it's hysterical. The trailer, if you haven't seen this, make sure you watch it on or around Thanksgiving coming up. Just like watch it, right? Just take three minutes out of your day and watch the Thanksgiving trailer because it's one of the best things ever. <laughs> Like, no, it re- it really is. And I and I wish he would make a movie. Like I I was hoping that it would become a reality and he would actually make this movie. But 
You never know. At this point, yeah, you never know. But at this point, I think Grindhouse came out in 07. Is that how long it came? Holy shit! I think it's 07 or 08 or around that time. It's it's been over 10 years, and I don't I don't think it's gonna happen. I mean, crazier things have been done, but we'll see. But I wanted to ask you something, Dave. Sure. When it comes to Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. what are the first things that come to mind? What what symbolizes the holiday to you? So let me paint you a picture of a family memory of Thanksgiving in my household. So up until about, I want to say, five or six years ago, Thanksgiving was always held at my house. It's always been at my house for like the past 25 years. No, probably longer than that. And I just remember as a kid, my mom or my uncles would put on the TV the um, Thanksgiving Day Parade. And I remember like the night before, because we would house a lot of people. Like, I'm not talking about 10 people. There's like 25 people in my house. So it was a big fucking gathering. And um, I remember like my living room would always be prepped up, would have the extra tables, it would have all the folding chairs. And it just excited me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just was like, oh, all these people are going to be in my house. This is so cool, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, like... Personally, I'm a big fan of sweet potato pie and stuffing. I actually, I prefer those two things over any other Thanksgiving food. And I know everybody thinks of Thanksgiving with turkey, but I actually don't like it that much. (laughs) And that's, that's a good thing you mentioned turkey, because I can use that to segue into the movie we're going to be covering on the show. And that is... Thanks killing. Back in the 1500s, in the settlement of Kralberg, an old Indian by the name of Feathercloud necromanced a turkey that would stop at nothing to get what he wanted. To kill. So Thanks Killing was released in 2008 and directed by Jordan Downey. He also voiced Turkey, who we'll get to in a few minutes. Uh, it stars a bunch of unknowns. But to me, the most impressive part of all the behind-the-scenes stuff is the fact that the budget was $3,500. That is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's crazy. I didn't, I didn't know the budget until yeah, just now. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, the movie was basically made for four grand, And just reading some behind the scenes stuff online like i think what really helped this film just kind of get this cult status was it was released on netflix when netflix was like specifically a remember when you can actually rent disc and get them in the mail well yeah that's all yeah yeah. so i think around that time in 08 all these like low budget indie horror films were probably really popular 
Oh, they were. I, I can I can attest to that because I've rented so many. I actually still have one. It's still <laughs> really. It's still in. It's still in the pack, like the the little sleeve you send it back in. Yeah. I, I never sent it out. Oh my god. I still have one. <laughs> At, but that's I think what just made this film successful. That whole Netflix renting the disc. I also read online that I think the director and either the writer of the film who are friends were hanging out in a blockbuster. And they were looking at all the horror covers, and I think they were just thinking of the most ridiculous idea for a film, and this is what they came up with. I mean, it's pretty fair. It's, it's a yeah, pretty, it makes sense. It's a pretty ridiculous, you know. I remember being in Blockbusters and seeing like all the really shitty, like obviously bad horror films with like dumb titles just sitting there, and they would make money. And a lot of these companies, I feel, made money because of the covers and the titles alone of course so this film it starts with a title screen that reads at the first thanksgiving 1621 after that the camera focuses on a pair of tits it's a hell of an opening (laughs) that that belong to a female pilgrim and it's literally this woman wearing the cheapest pilgrim costume you could find. It looks like some shit you could find at Party City. Like, <laughs> yep. not authentic at all. And she's running away from something. And out of nowhere, we're introduced to Turkey, who's holding a tomahawk and kills the topless pilgrim. And says the first line in the entire film, nice tits, bitch. Boom. <laughs> you know what you're in for already. Exactly. It definitely sets the tone of the film, like that intro alone. <laughs> hey, it knows what it wants. So let me let me let's let's uh, let's describe Turkey a bit here. So Turkey is literally a puppet of an evil Turkey, and I believe the director made it himself. Like this was like a homemade just Turkey. He's latex. I think real feathers. It looks like they really use like yeah. uh, like turkey feathers and like just super glued them on. And he's basically just a cheap puppet walking around. And I'm gonna say it outright: he is the best part of this movie. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty entertaining. <laughs> and the movie itself, outright, is probably the most ridiculous thing. We've covered so far, right? It has Mm -hmm. to be. This film is the most ridiculous film. I don't know if it'll be the most ridiculous we'll ever talk about, but it definitely is so far. Up to date, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So, we cut to the present day, and we're introduced to a group of college students by the name of Johnny, Kristen, Billy, Allie, and Darren. They're all like kind of, they're basically slasher like archetypes, like stereotypical slasher yeah. characters. You've got yeah, like the final tropes. girl, yeah. the obvious final girl, the nerd, the jock, the slut. One of them's a hillbilly. <laughs> yeah. And they're all headed home because they all live in the same area too, I guess. like it, it, You don't really get much development. You just kind of meet them and they're all just this group of friends. But they live in, in this area called Crawberg and it's Thanksgiving break. Mm-hmm. Now... <laughs> There's a scene when they're heading home, like they're on the highway, and Darren, the nerdy guy, and I love this scene because it just shows you how ridiculous the movie is. He goes crazy 
and he's just saying how he's going to go nuts on this trip and he's going to have sex with someone that's sitting in that car. <laughs> and, and they're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> he's just, he said he's going to, He's I, I forget if he says he's going to make the sex or he's going to make sexing with somebody, something like that. He says something that doesn't yeah, he make, says something dumb. <laughs> something dumb. And I think they all kind of point to Allie because she's the hoe of the group. And they all start yes. calling her a skank and that she's slutty. And now there's an ongoing joke in the movie that, that Kristen continues to say. Where, like, basically, when, when they're describing how much of a slut Allie is, this is what Kristen says. She goes, Her legs are harder to shut than the Jean Benet Ramsey case. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty, ins- it's pretty, it's pretty insensitive and ignorant, but I mean, at the time, it was definitely a lot more cooler to say, yeah, uh, that in a movie than it would be to say it now. Uh, listen, man, the case is like over t- 20 years old. It's really fucked up, that whole John Benet Ramsey case, but you gotta admit, the joke is pretty funny. <laughs> oh, I mean, like I said, it's, it's incent, you know, it's, it's very, it's very wrong. But it's also, you know, humorous, yeah. as terrible as I, I feel saying that. Well, the whole movie is very much of the time. Yeah. There yeah. are a bunch of words that I probably won't re- like re- repeat no. that they say in the movie that movies won't use nowadays. There's no way this movie was getting made now. No, not not with some of the stuff no they way. say. No, they, I feel like you could make it. Right, there's absolutely no way. But some of the shit they use, some of the words they Not use. Not the dialogue yeah. in this one. Yeah. The, the dialogue, some of the, some of the exchanges of dialogue and some of the insults are pretty rough for uh, 2020 standards. Definitely. So we find out that, that, that Kristen's dad is the sheriff of the town. And, you know, she calls him just to let him know, like, hey, you know, we're heading home. Be there soon. And we're introduced to this character, and he's basically just like this middle-aged guy with a fake mustache, like glued to his face. I, I <laughs> and he's sitting there. I, I I was just thinking about Sleepaway Camp the whole time. <laughs> really? Yeah, I see that. Do you, do you know you know you you know you know the part in Sleepaway Camp? It's like when all the murders are like finally like you're seeing everyone being killed like. And they're figuring it all out, and they yeah. have the cop, and the cop walks out, and he's speechless. Yeah. He's got a fake mustache. Yeah, on. it's obviously fake. This was right. I think this mustache was faker than that mustache. Oh, definitely. And when you're introduced to him, he's literally sitting at like his dining room table, and his wife is in the back. I, I guess she's preparing like breakfast, and she hands him a cup of coffee. He drinks the coffee, spits it out. And says, he's like, oh, this coffee tastes like shit. And his wife <laughs> says, that's because I shit in the coffee. And she shows him the pot and there's shit in the coffee. <laughs> yep. Fuck, I actually had me laughing pretty good. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. And the funny, what I, what I love about that is she's like, I want a fucking divorce. So <laughs> he, he says to her. He says, this coffee tastes like shit. What would you do? Take a dump in it? And she says, as a matter of fact, I sure did. I want a fucking divorce. Yeah. Such a good delivery on that, too. And the funny thing is, when he's talking to Kristen, he tells her, he's like, your stepmom just left me. And neither one of them give a shit. Like, just, yeah, they don't even care. They're like, whatever. Sure. <laughs> so, 
So their car breaks down for no reason. Uh, it's not really clear. Or I, I didn't catch why the group of teens, why their car broke down. Who cares? <laughs> Just a plot device to get them matter. to stop. It doesn't matter. And they decide to camp out. And that night, you know, while they drink by camp by the campfire, Darren kind of just tells them because I think he finds like a sign on the floor. He tells them like this story about the town and how this like Native American shaman who was dishonored by pilgrims, he used necromancy to bring this like killer turkey to life. And whoever I th- I believe it's the I think the turkey returns every 505 years to kill all the white people he encounters. That's basically mm-hmm. the reason why the turkey exists, this evil turkey. And this entire scene is actually pretty cool because it's told through like this animated montage that's like full of coincidences. Coincidences, I think like Johnny's great grandfather or something is a great 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 grandfather is responsible no for something, it's something i think like it's that. billy is it billy it's one of them i don't fucking remember yeah that. it's billy's it doesn't matter so we're introduced to this crazy hermit named oscar and his dog i believe was lassie yep. or lassie i think no it's it was, lassie it's lassie basically the dog that they use is the same breed as lassie the famous you know right. dog we all know and this dog is the reason Turkey comes back to life because the dog pees on a totem pole that for some reason resurrects Turkey. So I, I wanna I just wanna throw my two cents in on the scene. So this dude lives out in the woods in a shack that is no bigger than uh, you know, like like three porter potties put together. Yeah. And he's nothing in his shack and I just love how the totem pole that's, like, supposed to be keeping this turkey buried has been out there since 1621, and just now, yeah. <laughs> he, his dog stumbles upon it and pisses all over it. I do like that Turkey and Freddy Krueger have something in common, that they were both brought back to life with a dog peeing on them, yeah. which, I, which is pretty hysterical yep. when you really think about it. Also, Oscar the Hermit, his fucking teeth are disgusting. I couldn't tell if that was the actor's real teeth or like prosthetics. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they were. It was probably like a mouthpiece. Oh, dude, they were like gray and black and gross. <laughs> it was just, it was hard to like see these really like close up shots of just his his teeth. It was just, ugh, it skeeved me out. It was the grossest thing in the movie for me. He's, I actually liked him. I liked his character. I thought he was pretty amusing. He, he was, he was. And and also, by the way, when Darren's telling the story of Kralberg, um. The girl is there is who's the you know quote unquote slut supposed to be is is that her name Allie Allie yeah the girl Allie goes my ex boyfriend was a pilgrim and as they cut back to the animation it it, it scrolls across the screen and it says no he wasn't <laughs> yeah. so it's just it's like that that like like there's little attentions to detail that are like really like like pretty humorous throughout the film yeah there's a lot of subtle shit that's really funny yeah so upset Turkey kills Lassie. And he kind of just runs off after that. And the hermit, Oscar, discovers Lassie's body. And he just vows revenge. And he's going to kill whoever hurt Lassie. I believe he... Does he come across Turkey? I think he does, right? He sees Turkey, like, run away. Yeah, it it, it runs away from him. Yeah, yeah. So, Kristen 
goes into the woods and I believe she's just, she hears noise. I think she goes to call the sheriff, her father, and she starts hearing noises in the woods and she's telling herself to calm down. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. She keeps repeating that. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. Then turkey appears and repeats it himself. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. But then he says, Mm -hmm. I lied. And Kristen screams. And this hurts Turkey's eardrums. And this is probably one of my favorite lines of dialogue from the turkey. He tells her, Shut the fuck up, you stupid bitch. I'm going to drink your blood like cranberry sauce, meanie. Uh, <laughs> He's going to drink her blood like cranberry sauce. That fucking meanie. I just love how the turkey uses like Thanksgiving references. Whenever yeah. like his one-liners are like associated with like the food that's involved during like, a Thanksgiving yep. Day meal. <laughs> so, so Kristen runs over to the group and they don't believe her. And Turkey kills off-screen a baby rabbit and throws it into the campfire. And they're all like, what is that? And they're like, it's a baby. It's just, it's just a stuffed animal, too, which was really funny. And it's like a voiceover going, wee, <laughs> as it goes into the fire. <laughs> and I think Allie is like, if you, th- you think that bunny is okay, he looks kind of funny as it's burning. But then they all just kind of go to sleep after that, and they all go into their tents because they're tired. Dude, when they when they are, are focusing on the fire with the bunny in it, it's it's just like a steak. They just took a steak and, yeah. and like it just it just played it off as the bunny just burning in the fire. It's so it was so silly. It was so fucking stupid. It really is. And just Allie's response, like she's out, like they play this girl, this actress just plays her up as like a complete idiot bimbo, like a very stereotypical bimbo who doesn't know anything. Yeah. So the next morning, I think Billy's like asleep outside in his sleeping bag and Oscar the Hermit shows up and tells him there's like turkey droppings on his chest and he gets freaked out and swipes them off and it's funny because you see like turkey turds and like cranberries mixed into it like they obviously did that on purpose because of thanksgiving and then we cut to turkey who's at like the side of the road and i guess he's trying to like wave down a car he's just kind of standing there and this driver stops opens the door and tells turkey ass gas or grass and Turkey's like, I'm out of gas, so ass. And he gets into the t- he gets into the car, but like I guess his ass he goes into the car ass first. And this like creepy fucking guy goes, What a tight ass to this turkey. No record doesn't even realize it's a turkey. <laughs> like he doesn't even hint at it. He's just like, I mean, Oh wow, look at this ass. <laughs> I mean, maybe, you know, maybe that's his thing. Who knows? <laughs> Probably. And out of nowhere. Turkey has a shotgun, points it at him, and tells him to call his daughter. The guy's, like, telling his daughter, like, you know, tell mom I love her. And then Turkey blows his head off. And when I was watching it, I was like, where the hell did he get a shotgun from? Because Oscar had his shotgun, and I don't remember seeing one in the car. He just magically... It doesn't matter. I know it doesn't matter, but I was just like, he randomly... He has a shotgun. Like, this guy didn't notice a turkey with a shotgun. It's amazing. Keep a lot in them feathers. There you go. So that night, the kids finally make it to their homes, and and turkey 
he heads towards Johnny's parents' house first, where Johnny is trying to reconnect with his dad because he got kicked off of some football team position or some nonsense like that. There's a his dad basically doesn't want to talk to him because his dad he's not, hates yeah. him. He hates him. He tells him, you know, I haven't talked to him since I got cut from the from the team or cut from being. I think he's like the second quarterback, I think is what it is. He's the second string quarterback. What a disappointment. He's very disappointed in him. So Turkey shows up. He kills the dad by like cutting his head off. And he, I think, I believe he pecks the mom's eyes out because when Johnny runs back in, he like sees his mom just standing there. With like her eyeballs missing. When he when he kills Johnny's dad, the turkey has has Johnny's dad's cigar in his mouth, which I thought was pretty funny. I love how Johnny, like while he's in the car, he's like tight. He's fucking upset. He's like, I fucking hate that turkey. No more pumpkin pies. No more cranberry sauce. Like because that's the first thing he thinks of after his parents no, it's are all killed. Out the window. Yeah, that's he's it. like this fucking turkey. I'm gonna kill that son of a bitch. Like he's fucking upset. Never again. Yeah. He's fucking pissed off. So so Johnny, he eventually meets up with the group. And they realize that Allie's missing. So we cut back to Allie's place. And she's with some guy. He's banging her out doggy style. The turkey shows up. Kills the guy. I think he like cuts the guy's throat because blood like squirts on, on Allie's back. And then turkey yeah. proceeds to have sex with Allie. And she doesn't even realize it until I think he starts making noises and finishes. And he literally tells Allie before snapping her neck. Here we go. You just got stuffed. Boom. <laughs> Once again, delivering one of the best one-liners in this yep. movie. Agreed. So the group, they group head to Allie's place. They're too late. Johnny discovers her body and he comes out holding a feather and a extra small gravy flavored condom. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so dumb. And wait, by the way, there so the scene, they're like trying to call Allie and they close up on her phone and this is very telling of the time and this is the reason why I'm bringing this up. It says on the phone's front facing camera, digital camera around it. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I... Like like remember that? Yeah. Like remember when that was a thing? Like like digital cameras were like like on the phone were like completely unheard of. It is crazy to think considering this came out in 08. Well, that's what I'm saying. That wasn't that long ago. Like it's kind of it's kind of nuts that you don't see flip phones like that it's anymore. 12 years ago. Yeah. Like oh. 12 years is a while, but not that long, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. It really like 2008 really doesn't seem like it was that long ago. Yeah, it's 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 crazy how time flies by. It's weird. Yeah, very strange. Yeah. So, the group decide that the best idea is to go back to Kristen's dad's house, the sheriff, because he has a collection of books, and they can't go to the library to find a book that can explain to them how to defeat Turkey. There's like they just books are the are the answer to this whole issue. And the sheriff just so happens to have a collection of them. <laughs> He's got what they need. So Turkey arrives before the kids do at the sheriff's house. And he's literally wearing a pair of Groucho Marx glasses with the nose and the eyes and the, the mustache and <laughs> the whole thing. A very shitty generic mm -hmm. disguise. <laughs> 
And the sheriff doesn't even notice it. He just thinks that that's one of Kristen's friends who just so happens to be a little person, but that's not the word Kristen's dad, the sheriff, uses. I won't say what word he uses. <laughs> yeah. The, the whole convo at the table is pretty funny. Oh, dude. So, yeah. So, they're sitting at this table drinking coffee or tea, and it's the most awkward weird adult swimmy kind of scene because I feel like that's what like if you would have just popped this up on adult swim at like 3 a.m. just this one scene it makes for great just that type of oh, content 100%. 100% I love that yeah I didn't even think of it like that that's yeah good. literally so turkey's sitting there across from the sheriff he's wearing his glasses they're drinking coffee and you know turkey is literally just waiting for the group of teens to show up to kill them and they're just they're awkward exchange. They're like, oh, is this coffee or tea hazelnut flavored? And the sheriff's like, yeah, it's good stuff, right? And then I think Turkey says fuck. And the sheriff questions if Turkey's old enough to be using the word fuck. And he's like, I'm 505 years old. So he's like, oh, okay, old enough. <laughs> it's so awkward and weird. They executed uh. this scene perfectly. <laughs> And the sheriff eventually calls him a duck, which pisses him off, which pisses off Turkey. And he kills the sheriff, skinning his face. (laughs) Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 style. Exactly. The group of teens, they finally show up. And Turkey now wears the sheriff's face. Which, wait, 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 wait. Which is conveniently sized to the turkey's face all of a sudden. Yes, I love how (laughs) a human guy's face is now the size of his face. It's amazing. And and they don't even notice that that's turkey. They're like, oh, hi, dad. Kristen's like, hey, dad, you look different. And he's like, oh, I just got a haircut. I think he takes off the hat because he's wearing the sheriff hat. He takes it off. He's like, oh, that's what it is. Like, they don't notice that this is turkey they're that dumb so they enter the house they enter the library which is just a room full of boxes with books in them and there's like this montage of like them looking at books getting frustrated light bulbs and and like the music the main theme which, by the way, sounds like a really like shitty trap beat. Like, right, Dave? That's what yeah. that's what it reminds yeah. me of. It's like a it's, really it's shitty... definitely just like a crappy trap beat. Yeah. <laughs> it's ba- it reminds me of like Cash Money Millionaires era like beats. Yeah. I don't know why, like, but a shitty version of that. <laughs> definitely. So after this montage of them looking through all the books, Billy kind of gets frustrated because it's taken them so long to find this special book and Kristen tells him it's only been five minutes which I thought was really funny and within the five minutes and within the five minutes Billy has been eating french fries and was being taught to read by Darren yes it's 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 probably one of the most excellent it's one of my favorite scenes is just this montage yeah it's funny so Darren finally finds the book and he reads through it and he basically explains to the group that if they, they're they able to get the turkey's magic talisman off of him and read this, like, sacred passage, this will weaken him, 
I guess, is the kind of the idea. And then they can kill him in a weakened state. <laughs> that's, that's basically what Darren tells them. That's how yeah. they can defeat this turkey. And Billy, who is frustrated, decides to leave the group. He heads into the kitchen because he's hungry and wants food. He comes across Turkey, who's getting rid of the, the sheriff's body. And he, the group kind of rush in. They ambush Turkey. Billy has him in like a headlock. Darren tries to read the uh, the magical passage. But Billy kind of loses grasp and Turkey breaks free. And, you know, they're like all upset because I, I think Billy's disappointed. He's like, oh, I, I let him go. And he leaves and it's really funny when Billy leaves after he's frustrated after letting Turkey go. Johnny's like, "Well, he's dead." Like they even are aware that like he's about to die. Yeah, he's gonna die. <laughs> and they, I think Darren even at this point kind of explains that like they need to. I guess the idea is after they weaken him, they could burn him at the stake. Like that's basically their kind. Like, okay, we'll burn him because that'll get rid of him entirely. And it's funny because he's a turkey, and what do people do with turkeys during Thanksgiving? They cook them, burn them. That's, I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> like, yeah. So we cut to Billy outside, and he's you know stressed out. He's hungry. He sees an imaginary cartoon turkey and eats it because he's starving. And after he eats it, his stomach rumbles. And Turkey, once again, shoots him with a shotgun that he magically has through the stomach. Pops out through it, and then delivers another phenomenal one-liner. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Which is on the cover of the DVD, by the way. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker is the tagline of the film. (laughs) It's a pretty good, it's a pretty overall encompassing title, you know, line for this film. You know what you're getting into just by that line. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Yep. So the group runs out, and they they discover Billy's body. Darren, like, freaks out. He's holding Billy. Billy's intestines are pouring out of his stomach. And he starts screaming how, don't go. You're my best friend. Think of all the good times we had. You were the first person to give me an ice cream cone. Yeah. And we cut to another montage of them, like, playing hide-and-go-seek eating ice cream, running through fields. <laughs> it's fucking so stupid. The, the, the song is pretty funny, and, and it's funny because Billy says to Darren as he's dying, you're one of the cool kids now. <laughs> it's, he's passing on his coolness to, to yep. Darren, so he's not a fucking geek anymore. <laughs> nope. So they drive off in their truck, and they end up finding randomly Turkey's teepee. Which is really small. It's turkey sized. But when they enter it secretly, it's a normal sized teepee. <laughs> Anything goes in this movie. I believe Darren comes in through the other side. Darren ties up the turkey with the rope. And they start to recite this, you know, the sacred passage, which weakens turkey. And they're about to burn turkey when Oscar the Hermit shows up and shoots him. With the shotgun and turkey flies across the screen into a dumpster. Now at one point, Johnny, <laughs> this this made me laugh. This gave me a good chuckle because of, it, this is like a very like South Park type of humor. The whole movie is, but. Yeah, it is. At one point, Johnny, or Kristen asked Johnny, she goes, 
you st- hey, you still got that lighter? And she's like, I'm ready to see this cock burn. And Johnny's like, you mean the turkey? And she goes, no, I mean a dick, not the animal. It's amazing. That's one of the best lines in the movie. <laughs> For no reason she wants to see a dick burn. I'm guessing she means the turkey is a dick, but she uses cock, which is a rooster. Yeah, it's, all, it's funny. It's all pretty fucking ridiculous and amazing. So Oscar the Hermit, he like thanks the group or like they thank him. There's some weird, they just kind of thank each other. Is is he eating a drumstick or is she eating a drumstick? No. I know there's a, there's, there's a part where. I'm getting to that. That hasn't happened yet. So they think they defeated the turkey. And they head back to Kristen's place to go watch a movie, which happens to be Night of the Living Dead, because why? It's public domain. If you're an independent filmmaker, I'm even guilty of doing this. You use Night of the Living Dead. You won't get in trouble. I believe it's still uh, public domain, I I think. (laughs) So, So they're hanging out there watching the movie. And back at the dumpster, we realize that Turkey, his body flew inside of a radioactive toxic waste bin that's what it was it wasn't a garbage can it was radioactive toxic waste and it starts to glow so back at Kristen's house they're watching the movie i think Kristen and johnny start making out so darren's like awkwardly he's like i'm gonna leave and go to the bathroom and get a snack or something he goes to the bathroom goes into the kitchen turkey shows up now glowing because he's radioactive and he kills darren by ripping out his tongue and his heart, which he pecks at repeatedly to rip out. <laughs> and as he's dying, he sees Billy again, who's like, come with me, Darren. Come with your friend. There's no killer turkeys in heaven. Follow me. And you see, like, clouds and shit, and, and Billy's like a ghost. <laughs> yep. And in the process, I think Johnny and Darren run into the kitchen. Uh, Johnny is stabbed by turkey. Uh, with like with an electrical knife, one of those like electrical knife, which I don't think anyone buys anymore. But I know that's like a famous tool you use on a turkey, which is pretty funny. It's like carve a turkey, yeah. those electrical knives. Yeah, a lot of people use them to yeah. carve them. And, you know, they discover this and Kristen's upset and she discovers them dead. She punches turkey when he like runs out to kill her. But then she chases him outside because I don't think he, he gets nervous. And what's funny is when I'm watching this, I'm like, Turkey has killed two people with a shotgun that magically appears. Why doesn't he just kill all these people with said shotgun? <laughs> I'm trying to make sense of that. That that, that bugged me. Well, I don't know why. That's see, that's where you're. That's the problem. So you don't need to make sense of this movie. I know, but I'm just like, why doesn't he just fucking <laughs> shoot goes. all of them? Why doesn't he just shoot them with this fucking gun he pulls out of his ass out of nowhere? Very true. <laughs> so Turkey and and Kristen have a, they have like a standoff. She punches Turkey. When, like, when he, like, runs at her and she grabs an aerosol can and uses that lighter from earlier that she wants to see the cock burn. She burns, she burns, <laughs> she burns a turkey who, who is randomly, he's in a pile of, like, I think he gets burned and then she kicks him or shoots him or hits him into a random, like, like, pile of wood. Like that Salem witch-style yep. witch-burning. Yeah, immediately he just flies in there and he burns and is finally defeated. 
Oscar the Hermit randomly shows up as well and congratulates her as she's eating a piece of turkey leg, which you mentioned a few (laughs) minutes ago. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) She's just sitting there looking at the fire, chomping on this turkey leg. Yeah. We then transition to a family enjoying a thanksgiving meal they're they're about to enjoy a thanksgiving meal i believe they're about to say a prayer before eating it this is clearly somebody's family from like the set like this is definitely just (laughs) i don't know why it amused me so much (laughs) it is it's it's probably like the director's family honestly or like the producer or the writer or something like that so this family they're just sitting there they're reciting some some prayer and they're they're thankful it's thanksgiving And their turkey, literally a full-blown cooked turkey, springs to life. We're assuming it's turkey. And he has no head, no body, no feathers. And he just says, do I smell a sequel? Biatch. And credits roll. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, Dave, what are your initial thoughts after watching this movie? When you watched it and it was done and those credits rolled... What did you think of this movie? I mean, you know, I just thought it was really silly. And I liked that it didn't take itself seriously. And it was just, I was just like, that was a fun thing to watch. Will I watch it again? Probably not. But it's fun. It's absurd. And, you know, this this is a a little fun fact. So, they, so at that end, when they say, do I smell a sequel... And I think it says um, "continued in space," right? Is yeah, that is that I what think, I think? I think it just says up? like I think it just says "to be continued" or something like that. I don't really. Remember no, it says "to be continued in space." In space, sorry. And what's funny is they skipped over "Thanks Killing Two and made "Thanks Killing Three, which takes place in a roller rink. Really, but in "Thanks Killing Three, they search for the movie of "Thanks Killing Two. <laughs> That's amazing. So this this. Listen, this air quotations franchise knows exactly what it's doing with itself. You know what I mean? So, I've actually never seen this. I've seen Thanks Killing uh, 3, though. So, I saw 3 before I seen 1. But, you know, it's it, just just watching it, it was fucking funny. You know what I'm saying? It's like mindless. It's mindless fun. I, I can't watch completely dumb movies. I think this goes back to the trauma conversation we had. Like, I get it. These movies know what they are. They're fucking stupid. And, like, they know the acting is bad. The effects are bad. The the the, 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 the entire execution of the film is made with the idea of it being a dumb movie. And, honestly, up until this point, I had never seen any of the Thanksgiving movies because I never had the desire to because I was like, yeah. these movies... Are about a fucking d- a killer turkey like that's what these movies are and it's like that's almost too dumb for me and i like dumb stuff don't get me wrong i i'm not one of those people that's like everything that's dumb is dumb but i don't know what it is there's something about cheap really cheap dumb movies that i just i just they never appeal to me but for the podcast i was like i want to cover i was like we need to cover something that's absurd and Thanksgiving related. And I thought it'd be fun for just like just neither one of us had ever seen this movie. So we kind of went into it blind because I had no clue what it was about besides a killer turkey. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. like I said, 
Like I said, I saw the third one before I seen the first one. And and I find it amazing how there's like a, like there's a sequel. Like there are like there's more movies about this character and this movie is a pretty popular Thanksgiving themed horror film. Like you you do see like I think people put memes and pictures up of of like turkey images of him like you know fuck you and all that, all his one liners and stuff like that during Thanksgiving if you're like a horror fan like us you know what i mean so it's just interesting how this movie even exists and what i find you know and i and i've said this about other films that are silly it's I, if i compare here, here here's an example the WNUF Halloween special is a silly movie it knows what it is but you could just see that it's just so well crafted. It's a well written script. The concept is awesome. They wanted to make a good movie. This movie, they wanted to make a bad movie that is bad. <laughs> you know, it's not a. This is not a good movie. It's a fucking bad. This is a bad movie. It's a bad bad movie to me. And I I I give them a lot of credit. I was impressed that their budget was so minuscule that it was so small. Like four four G's to make a movie is nothing. Less than four G's, thirty five hundred, to make them, and it's impressive that they were able to make this, you know. But it's a fucking bad movie. That's bad. Like, and that's it's hard to explain. It's hard for me to really explain what I mean because there is some weird shit. Like I said, Adult Swim. You and I love stuff like Too Many Cooks. We both love that, and that's dumb. That's silly, but. There's something well crafted about it. You know what I mean? Of course, it's well thought out. It's well planned. It's th- this. Like I, I know exactly what you're trying to say is that this was made to be bad, and and that's exactly what it is. But there's some sort of with too many cooks, with a lot of Adult Swim things that are bizarre and that are you know dumb. Yeah. There's like an artistic touch to them. Yes. Where there really isn't one on this. Personally speaking, there there isn't right. I can say this, however, Thanks Killing Three is much better than Thanks Killing One, and I'm sure we'll cover it down the line. But going back to what you said, like this movie was literally, and and this is what I do like about when it comes to the, the filmmakers, they came up with the idea of a killer turkey, and if it weren't for Turkey, the killer turkey. This movie, if it was any other slasher, if it was a fucking guy in a mask, which there's been so many of those types of movies, killing people, making fun of slasher films from the 80s, this movie would be a fucking stinker. But Turkey is the best part of this entire movie. The characters (laughs) suck. They're not really that memorable. They're dumb. The, the the best thing about the characters to me is how bad the dialogue was. Like, it's purposely terrible. Like, wooden as hell. But, like, Turkey keeps it moving. Turkey is the reason why this is even watchable. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, but I, I have to say, I would watch this if it was just a straight-up slasher film. That's all I'm saying. Thanks, Daddy. I'd die if it wasn't for you. More like, you will die if it was for me. So, my first favorite thing when it comes to this movie is I love how Turkey has the lamest disguises and nobody recognizes him. But I feel like even people didn't even recognize him. Like that driver doesn't recognize him as a turkey. 
or like you said, maybe he's just into turkeys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like when he's wearing the Groucho Marx glasses, the dad, the sheriff doesn't recognize him. He's just like, hey, you're one of Kristen's friends. Come on in. And when he's wearing the dad's like skin mask, he's they're just like, hey, dad, how's it? Like no one recognizes that he's a fucking turkey. And I think that's like the best part of the movie. Like just that it's a killer turkey that's absurd on, alone but just it, it's so people are just so nonchalant about it they're just like a killer turkey oh, or turkey like it's just the absurdity <laughs> of it <laughs> doesn't yeah. doesn't really affect anyone in the film you know what i mean Absolutely. and i know and i know that this is a this is a silly movie but like just that that concept is I think one of the smartest jokes in the movie because these characters are so dumb and so idiotic that they can't see what's in front of them. And that's like the main villain of the movie. Like the person they're trying to go after is right in front of them and they don't even fucking realize it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, the turkey stole the show. So one of my favorite parts of this movie is when Johnny finally gets home to see his family for Thanksgiving. And... He sees his mom and he's talking to his mom and he's like, he's like, oh, how's everything going? She's like, oh, everything's great. He's like, how's dad? He's like, is, you know, I, I know he's still mad at me. And she's like, no, he's over. He's over. And I promise you. So he goes in the living room and his dad's sitting on a chair reading the newspaper, paying no mind to his son because he is now the second string quarterback. He wants nothing and to do with him. He just he wants nothing he's to just... do with him. <laughs> And he's, like, trying to talk to his dad, and his dad is giving him, like, zero attention, one-worded answers. And then he looks at Johnny, and a fart just comes out of nowhere, and he walks away. <laughs> and we all know how much you love those fart jokes. So. <laughs> I was just like, that is so stupid and juvenile and immature, and it's amazing. Well, you know what's funny? This movie does – you would think it would have more – fart and dick jokes jokes but it doesn't like you would expect it yeah it's very thin on that surprisingly like like we talked about hubie halloween and there's kind of a scene like that in the movie where two characters are just talking and one of them just farts and you'd think this movie would incorporate a lot of farting and dicks and all nope. kind of dick jokes and shit like that but there isn't there isn't as much of it which was really surprising no. which was really they, surprising they substitute the dick and fart jokes for Jabin A. Ramsey jokes. Because they fit that joke in this movie three times. I counted it. Yeah, it's. I think Kristen says it twice. And then... And they say it again and they fuck it up somehow. Like, I think they try... Like, I think Darren tries to say it and he screws it up. And they're like, fucking Darren, fuck you, you suck. Like, that's basically what they what they say to how, him. How dare he? <laughs> but another thing that I that was one of my favorite things in this movie was the use of montage. Yeah, I've always liked the idea of a montage in a comedic fashion, just kind of like using a montage as a joke, and that's done a lot in this movie. Like between like yeah. like the animated history of how Turkey was created, and them, I love that. Yeah. I actually really liked that yeah. that that part. It was really yeah. well done. It was like even the animation was cool, and it was it was just the execution. And I think at one point there's a shot in that montage with like a pilgrim and like this naked pilgrim, like woman next to him with like big boobs, and he's like barely covering her privates and stuff. It's kind of it's kind of it's kind of dumb. You know, I I, I do want to say if if there was any kind of artistic 
touch that was thrown into this movie, it was definitely in the Kralberg section when they're explaining the history of the town. That Kralberg, that Kralberg, the entire montage history scene was was done very well. I it also, really was. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I love the uh, the search for the books montage yeah. because, again, the whole joke was they're searching for these books to find a way to defeat Turkey, and they can't find it. And it looks like they've been there for, like, seven hours. They've been there all night, and it had only been five minutes when Kristen tells that to Billy because he's frustrated. <laughs> and then the whole thing with Billy and Darren's friendship with them frolicking in the woods and them, you know, kind of just like their friendship. And what's a really funny thing with that montage between the, between the two of them and their friendship was they're wearing the same exact clothes in the movie, in the montage. So it's like no time has passed. So it's like, just, it's so dumb. Like these small details I give I do give the filmmakers credit for that because it's they're like this is obviously fucking stupid but we're going to just add, make them wear the same clothes they're like it's a shitty montage you can tell we shot this literally probably in like yeah, an they're hour Yeah, all shot in the same <laughs> yeah. weekend. You know what the I mean? same just... the same day. Yeah. And it just kind of works and I think those those jokes work the best like just like the irony of of the whole thing and just kind of how stone face some of the jokes land when it comes to like the montages and just like how like that's the best thing about Kristen too like like with the dick joke like she's like no I don't I don't mean like the animal I mean like the like a dick I want to see this cock burn <laughs> like she says that stone face like no like like it's like she really means it like yeah, that's it. It, it it lends to it being funny yeah and so just the montages and just how like I will give them credit like they didn't rely on fart jokes for this movie they actually no. did you know as it's dumb clever. as the fucking movie is it's clever some of the jokes are clever and those montages yeah. I think are some of the strongest just the comedic timing of them really works for me oh for, for sure um, another thing that I liked about this movie is that it's only an hour and six minutes long like it's such a quick like digest. Like you could just watch it, and you know, you, it's an hour and six minutes that will. It should make you laugh. If you don't laugh during this movie, I mean, there might be something wrong. With you. Yeah, you're but, gonna um, chuckle. You're gonna even me who doesn't like overly <laughs> stupid movies. I laughed. Like I even was like, right. this is this is. There's some funny shit in it. Like there is, you know. Like it's just a quick. It knows what it, it knows what it wants to be. It's not trying to be anything else, and. It's just like I said. It's it, it it's it's just a fast watch, and it's an entertaining fast watch. I, I agree. It's like movies like this should only be an hour long. Like, the, yeah. if, if this was ninety minutes, it would be torturous. Like, it would it would be horrible to like sit through this. It would just be torture. No, be, absolutely. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be fun to watch. watch it. Yeah, because of how cheap it is and just kind of how dumb it is. Exactly, and I I, I honestly can't like think of anything I didn't like about it because it again it knows what it is so I can't you know put down the cinematography or the score or the lighting because it's it's not supposed to be good <laughs> so so I can't pick it apart so just you might as well just enjoy it overall I thought the movie was was obviously stupid there was one thing that bothered me about it and I thought was kind of lame. Oh, boy. There was one thing. And I actually have a positive I want to say after after I give you the one thing I didn't like. I All thought right. Allie's death scene was kind of lame. Like, the build-up to it, like the turkey fucking her and all that, and his one line, you just got stuffed or whatever, that was funny. 
But, like, he just snaps her neck. Like, it would have been funny if he, like, cut her head off or, like, slit her throat or, like, you know. I wish there Damn. was, like, no, because it's, it's, this is a dumb movie. And people do get their heads cut off and blown off in it, you know. So I was like, why did she get such a lame death? Maybe there was some behind-the-scenes reason. Maybe she didn't want to, like, get blood on her. That's possible. She also doesn't get naked, which you would think that character right. would be naked. Especially since she's she is supposed to be labeled as the trashy one. The slutty girl, yeah. So that was kind of the only lame thing. Because there's not a lot. Of, there's only one set of boobs in the whole movie. And it's in the literally the first shot of the... The first shot of the film is a nipple. So it just <laughs> bugged me. That her death yeah. scene was lame, and I felt like kind of her character didn't really fit the the stereotypical slut. Like it didn't like she should have been naked in that scene, or like she shows her boobs early on in the movie. I think Billy is like talking about tits or something, and she lifts her shirt and she's wearing a bra. So I was just kind of like, when you watch a slasher film, if you watch any Friday the Thirteenth movie, half half of the there's half of the women are naked in it like except for like the final girls or the nerdy girls but like usually there's always like that's that stereotypical slutty hoe bag girl and they're usually naked or wearing like booty shorts or something like that and i felt like this character didn't fit the that archetype like she didn't fit that type of character i didn't it's yeah i I see where you're going with that so i just thought that was kind of lame but my final thought on the film and why I think it is a good Thanksgiving watch is it feels like Thanksgiving. As cheap as the movie is, it just has a Thanksgiving feel. It's, and I give them a lot of credit for that. Besides, I agree. Besides the, the, the killer being a turkey, like you do, see, you do see little turkey decorations. It does kind of feel like autumn at times and just the use of people's homes and dining room tables at one point the sheriff um is dressed up as a turkey when he's having that when he has that awkward (laughs) scene with turkey because he wants to win some sort of costume contest or something he's dressed up as a turkey and all the use of like the turkey puns that 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 turkey uses and you know how he kills someone with a carving electrical knife and just it feels like a thanksgiving film and and i think that's one of the best things going for it. Cause when you do watch, you're like, wow, this, this feels like Thanksgiving. It definitely does. I, I actually, I couldn't agree more. Oh my God. Why? No more pumpkin pie. No more cranberry sauce. Just Turkey. Fucking Turkey. I'm going to kill that son of a bitch. He is fucking dead. So that was Thanks Killing. Be sure to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Haunted Hangover. And if you can rate and review us, that'd be greatly appreciated. And remember, the best cure for a hangover is more booze. And on behalf of the Haunted Hangover crew, we'd like to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, guys.